everybody, and welcome to Barbershop.talk podcast. That's right. In this podcast, we talked about concerns facing you, issues impacting your community. You talked about it in the barbershop on Saturday, and we are going to talk about it today on our podcast. Hello, my name is Jay Rod, and I am your host. I am in Out the Way Studio in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I'm here joined by my co-host, KC. Thank you, Jay Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out the Way Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gambit from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of barbershop talk oh that's right and when he talk about the flavor what he is talking about is the environment in the barbershop and topics in the barbershop on saturday we try to recreate that for our podcast now also normally we do have our what we call him artificial intelligence arthur and uh we normally ask him to introduce himself but right now arthur is being a little stubborn because he is still mad at us from last week but we do have a favor to ask him this week, so hopefully he will uh, answer the bell when we call him. We just have to take away C, just take away C on that. Uh, but anyway, hopefully Arthur will come through. Well, you know what? We decided to do this again on our podcast because last last time we did this a couple of podcasts ago, and what we did, we had simply um, we recorded a snippet of a conversation in the barbershop. Because mm-hmm. we want them to get the real flavor. Oh, yeah. You know, and we got this this guy in the barbershop. We call him Mr. Old School because he's a old, old school. How old would you say Mr. Old School is, Casey? Uh, well, let's say in, in excess of uh, 68. Oh, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I think that uh, he's somewhere around, I want to say in the 80s. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's, he's kind of ancient. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'll say in the 80s. Uh, but anyway, he was talking about, you know, every time you go into a barbershop, there's always some senior citizen guy talking about relationship. We got to rebuild our relationship. And he was harping on apologies that you have to apologize in relationship. You have to understand once you've been with a person, their type of apology. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to play, play a snippet of that. And then we can talk about it after the fact. But here he goes. We need to learn our relationships. That's the problem we don't do. That's something that we don't do. We pretend we love each other and we know each other, but we don't show each other we know and love each other. Come on, be honest. You know the person you're with. Stop pretending. We need to learn how to apologize. We don't know how to do that no more. Ladies, you're the worst at apologizing. Y'all are horrible. Y'all do not know how to apologize. Women never just say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I messed up. No, it's always, I'm sorry with a clause. I'm sorry, but you know how I get when I'm out and about and he misses I don't know. Say you sorry. And ladies, if you know your man, start paying attention. Because sometimes he apologizes. You don't know he apologizes. You're missing your apology. No, you just don't know it. We apologize different after a while. You with somebody for some years. Like, here's an apology you may have missed. You in the living room after a horrible argument. He walk in there and go like this. Hey. You want to start from the store? <laughs> <laughs> that means I'm sorry. <laughs> That's bad. It's a true statement. It is very true. <laughs> so Don't he, miss your apology. No, no, no. You know, I, I call them peace offerings. You kind of yeah. understand when somebody throwing out a peace offering. Like you said, uh, uh, apologize. But I did like I like Casey when he said that 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 women 
their apology is kind of conditional, you know, because I, I, I got I to gotta tell you this story, you know. <laughs> I got to tell you, because me and my wife, we had a, a, a um, we had kind of like a, dis- a disagreement. I, it, it wasn't an argument, it was almost like a debate, you know, it was debate. And so we was going to an event. So after we went to the event, we got back home. We were driving home. And my, my wife looked at me and said, you know something? We need to apologize together. What <laughs> 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 about together? I was like, what? Is that one of the conditions he's talking about? Because the way I was looking at it is that uh, you apologize, and then I make a determination. If I want to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so wait a minute. What is it she she said to you again? <laughs> she said, "Maybe we need to apologize together." <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. You know, what? I mean, really, really, yeah, really, really. <laughs> but, but that was that 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 condition. But uh, you know, so anyway, I kind of I kind of know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. I kind of. Yeah, um, and, and I agree. I think women uh, uh, women expect apologies for things that men generally don't think are that big an issue. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell me about that. You know, when things happen, you know, we we move on from it. You know, something happened, we discussed it for a minute, and then we move on. You know, it, it's in the it's in the past, in the rearview mirror. But mm. you know, women they hanging on to that. To you apologize for something, even though it wasn't that big. It could be something as simple as, you know, I made you this dinner and you didn't say, you know, you thought it was really good and all this stuff. I ate it, right? <laughs> you know? That's right. What else am I, you know? <laughs> That's a good point. You know, I, I'm gonna, you know, some because women also speak in code. Mm-hmm. They speak on code. You know, like you said, guys can drop things, right? So mm-hmm. we pass it. Women make it appear that they dropped it, but they didn't. Now, here's the code word they use. And man, I want to tell you, anytime you hear, you hear this word, that means that you're going to hear about it again in the future. Here it is. Whatever. <laughs> See, whatever doesn't end it. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't. It that doesn't tables end. it. That's right. That means it's tables. That it's is coming back to you. It's gonna come back and bite you in the butt hard. So whatever you're, I'm gonna play it one more time, gentlemen, because I want you to understand it. This is the cold word: is it's gonna bite you in the butt later because you haven't dropped it. Whatever. Right, so she say that. You know it's. Uh oh. <laughs> you know. Also, another thing I want to say about what? females. I want to. Uh, I want to play this this uh, this clip about how. Women will get mad at you for the smallest things, mm-hmm. unrelated things. Yeah. It, it starts off as a wonderful conversation, but somehow it turns south quickly. Now, this conversation is about a um, it's, it's about an interaction. It's a, a, a friend of ours who was telling the interaction between him and his wife, and they was just you know just kicking it and was talking about, hey, if you want to be an animal, what would you be? Watch how quickly it turns. What? Animal with. We just talking stupid, having random conversations. She's like, if you could be any animal, what animal would you be? I would be a lioness. I'm like, that's sexy. I like that. Like that. 
what would you be? You could be any animal. What would you be? It's like eagle. You know what I mean? It's something amazing about eagle, how it soars. And when you think of eagle, you just think of he, he soars and sees places most people don't see. I was like, babe, I'd be an eagle. She's sitting there looking at me like, what? <laughs> so I'd be an eagle. You gonna be a what, Barry? What's the problem? What did I say I was gonna be, Barry? <laughs> what did I say? You said he's gonna be a lioness. What did you say? An eagle. You don't, you don't see no problem with that? She's like, do you not want to be in this relationship? Is that what you said? We just talking that, stupid. That, 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 that is exactly what we talked about. How you can just have a, a normal, innocent conversation and the wheels come off the way. Right. Because they tie in things that have nothing to do with your relationship to your relationship. <laughs> that is so true. That is super, super true. So have you ever had something like that happen to you, Casey? Uh, probably more times than I want to count. In other words, what he said is maybe. <laughs> I will tell you about it. <laughs> no, no. Can you think of one? Can you think of one quickly? Oh, man. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want to tell any good I trouble. might suck today, but I'm going to live for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> what a comment. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go back on this uh, uh, apology stuff because uh, I was wondering when that older guy was talking about apologizing, I was just saying like, now I just assume that females would probably apologize more than uh, males or, or men. What do you think? Um, I think they do. I, I believe they do. But sometimes I think uh, they apologize just so that you can apologize too, like you were saying earlier, you know. I can see that. Go ahead. So, I'll listen. Uh, you know, they're almost like they're cheaters when they do that. Cheater! <laughs> <laughs> they, they just cheat. And I made a mistake one time in the middle of uh, my girl giving me an apology. I was just like, shut up. Oh. And I was like, that slipped. I didn't mean it. I was thinking about something else. <laughs> oh, that, ooh. That, that didn't work out well at all. And and I thought we had smoothed it over and I explained myself, but then she said, Whatever. So I knew it was going to come it's back. Gonna come back, back but that's the code, man. That is the code. Well, anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Arthur. Arthur, what do you think? Does, does, um, can women apologize more than males? That's what I'm looking for, Arthur. What do you have to say? Despite wide acceptance of the stereotype that women apologize more readily than men, there is little systematic evidence to support this stereotype. There were two major studies to examine whether gender differences in apology behavior exist and, if so, why? What? Somebody paid for a study to find out who apologized the most. Yeah, really. I mean, <laughs> why don't you just roll your window down and toss your money out? <laughs> yeah, might as well. But okay, Arthur, tell us about these two, these two uh, uh, studies. In study number one, participants reported in daily diaries all offenses they committed or experienced and whether an apology had been offered. Women reported offering more apologies than men, but they also reported committing more offenses. Ooh, mm -hmm. did you hear that? Excuse me. <laughs> so they said women apologize more, but they also committed 
more offenses. Wow. That is amazing. But I understand. Okay. All right. So <laughs> let's see what else they have to say about that. Go ahead, Arthur. Tell me more. There was no gender difference in the proportion of offenses that prompted apologies. This finding suggests that men apologize less frequently than women because they have a higher threshold for what constitutes offensive behavior. Whoa. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you talked about that a couple of days ago, Casey. Yeah. About, you know, the uh, males, sometimes they committed offense, but they don't think it's past the threshold of apologizing. Right, right. It's like, it's not that big a deal. I mean, you know, yeah, it's, it's a very minor thing, but they don't perceive it that way. Yeah. Okay, I, I can get that. And I think women are more sensitive to, to minor things. You know, guys let little things roll down, you know, roll off his skin. We're not, yeah. you know, getting hyped up over. Yeah, that's 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 a pretty good point. But I'm I'm still thinking about what they said that women committed more offenses. Wow. That just blows my mind. I'm not really surprised about that. Oh, you know. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you remember um, a couple of decades ago. There used to be a guy coming to the shop named Slick, you know, and, uh, you know, his former occupation was, uh, hmm, how can I say this? He peddled women. Oh, okay, right? I get it, I get it, I get it. I get it. Oh. Remember, he was saying some things, I don't know if I necessarily agree with it, but remember he was saying some things about, you know, how, uh, you know, like, guys think they slick, you know, doing things on women, but a woman is slicker than a man, and, you know, and... When she yeah. goes out, she goes all out. And, uh, you know, so. I think I remember that. Yeah. And I remember him also saying, he was talking about apologies. He was saying, you know, uh, you know, he's talking about relationships. He says, you know, if you're in a relationship and uh, your woman apologizes more than you do, you got to keep. <laughs> but if you find you apologizing more than she is, you need to run the hell away. That's right. <laughs> Out of here. That was Slick's philosophy. That was Slick's philosophy. Do not confuse Slick with J. Rod and Casey. Oh, no, please don't. Whatever you do, <laughs> don't do that. Hey. No, that's right. Don't do that. No, no, no. Hey, Arthur, we're going to get back with you real quick because I want you to tell us about that second study. Now, we heard the first one. So what did the second study, um, what did the second study show? That's what I want to know. In study two, we tested this threshold hypothesis by asking participants to evaluate both imaginary and recalled offenses. As predicted, men rated the offenses as less severe than women did. These different ratings of severity predicted both judgments of whether an apology was deserved and actual apology behavior. All right, I guess that's settled. Yeah. Kind of knock it home. Yeah. All right. Because women read things into situations. <laughs> Men don't. The situation is just a situation. But but women read situations, read things into situations. You know, like y'all, the two of y'all at the cash register, y'all paying for something. And you know, the, the cashier's smiling and says, you know, y'all have a nice day. She haven't handed the money to you. She's flirting with you. 
Uh, she was just giving me back the change. <laughs> you know, I know what it means when she's smiling, giving back the change. I think smiling is like part of the the training they do. You know, smile to the cup. No, but women read read way past that. You know, it, I I got a feeling that our women audience is <laughs> shouting. I can hear them loud and clear. Clear. Is this what they're saying? Excuse me. <laughs> a lot of excuse me. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I, I I think what you're saying have a lot of it, a lot of merit to it. No, it does. <laughs> no. What? What do you mean, no? No. <laughs> I think you get it. I think you get outvoted here, AC. It's just not working out at all. Well, fine. All right. It's, yeah, I, I hear what the women saying about this. What I'm saying. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you're about right. All right. Hey, there was a, se a second topic to talk about the shop. And this is kind of in intriguing. It's, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you what happened in the shop. It was this uh, uh, Hispanic couple. And this guy was talking about he went on a, a trip to uh, South America. He went to the country Brazil. That's what he went to. And he was referred to them as... Um, Hispanic. Hispanic. Mm -hmm. And I can tell that she was a little bit uncomfortable um, because she wanted to say something. So after you left, I asked her, what did she want to say? Because then she just jumped on this, uh, people need to be educated. And this is kind of what, what she said. I got a snippet of it right here. This is a perfect example as to why education is so important. So let me teach you about Latin America so that you all don't embarrass yourselves like this. This is Latin America. These are the countries that make up Latino America. And look at that, there's Brazil. And the very common mistake that that person was making was not knowing the difference between Hispanic and Latino. Hispanic means Spanish speaking. Latino means a person who's from Latino America. Spanish refers to the language or a person who's from Spain. Latino refers to geography and Hispanic relates to language. Again, now, I thought that was very powerful stuff because I think that's where it's important that we learn about other people, culture. Right. And exactly. And, uh, and understand and identify. Exactly, because you know, a lot of times you may be uh, insulting them without realizing. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, and and I do have to say also, Casey, that sometimes uh, I have conversation when people refer to uh, Mexicans as being or people from Mexico as Mexican, Hispanic, Latino, Spanish, a multitude of things. But I think one thing is clear that I learned from from her. She's saying that. Hispanic is referring to a language. So if you speak, if, if Spanish is your primary language, then it is Hispanic. But when you talk about Latinos, it's really talking about Latin America, yes. which is everything below the United States, including Mexico and, and South America. Central America, South America. Yeah, I thought that was amazing. Yeah, and, and, uh, and also uh, the guy that, had, that was in the shop that had uh, visited Brazil and was calling them Hispanics, they're not Hispanics. They're Latinos because they're from Latin America, but they're not Hispanic because they don't speak Spanish. They speak Portuguese. So, right. So that's why she was, uh, you know, kind of making that distinction. And uh, and a lot of people saying, you know, what's all this Latino Hispanic and where where did Latino come from? Where did you know that word even come from? Well, it actually comes from. Uh, the word Latin actually comes from the Behavior. Roman Empire. Arthur Data. Arthur, Arthur wouldn't get involved. Quit. Okay. Be quiet, Arthur. No, no. Casey is it, talking, Arthur. Now, if you got something to add, I'll give him an opportunity. No, you go first, Casey. You okay. go first. They're going to ask Arthur. Remember, he goes, he's, he's hot and cold with us anyway. Okay. All right. So, uh, 
So the Roman Empire controlled, uh, you know, most of Europe and, and several other uh, lands, known lands around the world, you know, at that time. And uh, they had difficulty maintaining strong communications with all these different people because, you know, all these different groups, all these different lands had many different languages. So they developed a base language called Latin, and they taught that language to all the lands that they were controlling so that they could have establish, you know, uh, lines of uh, communication. Now, of course, you know, the, Latin, the, the Roman Empire was 2000, you know, some years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, but from that Latin uh, language that they had established, uh, English, Italian, German, Spanish, Portuguese, all these languages derived from Latin. And um, but the language that most closely resembled uh, Latin today is Spanish. So now the Roman Empire faded, you know, 1500 years ago. But uh, and but the the language that did most mirror Latin was Spanish, and Spanish continued on. And then in the New World, uh, the Americas, uh, Spain actually controlled most of it: Central America, South America, actually Florida, parts of uh, southern uh, uh, southern United States. And so they brought their language over, and they forced their language onto all those people they controlled, and that. Uh, and that became Latin America because all those people spoke that language that they brought, which was uh, similar to Latin because all those people had various, various different languages. They taught them that Latin, which was uh, very similar to Spanish and, and basically just evolved to Spanish. Hmm. So That's very intriguing. So that, at the bottom line, this is what I'm getting out of this, is mm -hmm. that Hispanics are people, is really is, is Spanish is their primary language. Arthur, can mm -hmm. you validate that? Hispanic describes cultures or countries that were once under Spanish rule, Mexico, Central America, and most South America where Spanish is the primary language. So it's fair to say that you can refer to Mexicans as Hispanic because Spanish is their primary uh, language. And also you could go ahead and use Latino. Right. And the reason being, now here's some very intriguing facts. And I think you kind of touched on it is that you said that uh, uh, Latino generally referred to countries or cultures that once was under the Roman Empire. Mm -hmm. Very, very intriguing. All right, now I want to talk about one other uh, thing, and Arthur, you can help me with this. Can you tell me when should I use Latino and Latina? Is that how you pronounce it? Am I saying it right? Oh, yeah. All right, so, hmm. all right, let's, let's hear this one. Use Latino when referring to gender neutral, identifying both men and women. Use Latina when specifically referring to women. Okay, yeah. so now that's very educational because now when I engage or have a conversation uh, with somebody from Mexican descent, I can refer to Latino and Latina in appropriate phase. Yeah. Okay, so Latina is when I'm talking about women only. Correct. And Latino is like, is gender neutral where I'm identifying both, like there was a group that include both men and women, I can right. use. So, yeah, so within the Spanish language, a lot of times they distinguish um, the female and male uh, terms by the ending O and A. So generally uh, when it's, uh, you're talking about males or the whole group, mm -hmm. as they were saying, the ending of that word is gonna have O 
And when you're talking specifically about females, the ending of that word is going to have A. All right. All right. Well, if that is the case, I think it's time for us to have a break. And when we have a break, we also like to promote our sponsor. Here we go. Hey. Oh, sponsors. Party out in my head. Yeah. Tell one on the beat, I already know. It's a party out in my head. I've been working hard, it's time to live today. Yes, as a reminder, King Cap, our sponsor, he is dropping his new album. It is out. Uh, also, we have posted on Instagram and also on Facebook a link where you can download his music. We appreciate him allowing us to use Out the Way Studio here in Indianapolis. Another thing we would like to talk about it is his uh, custom-made apparel t-shirt company. If you want to make an order or have any interest in getting details, that's all you got to do is email King Cap and Cap is with a K. It is King, K-I-N-G, Cap, K-A-P, 317 at gmail.com. And also, I would like to shout out to our second sponsor, which is 421 Barbershop, located here in Indianapolis on Michigan Road, where good things happen to your hair. So if you want something good to happen to your hair, which I've seen a couple of you people, you overdue for a haircut. I need to just come on in the shop. <laughs> Let's go ahead and fix you up. But you can see me or any other master barber. <laughs> All right, Leon. Oh, by the way, uh, you know, some you no know, Casey, sometimes you remind me of a client that we have in the barbershop. His name is Leon. When I see at the point of my eye, I'll call you Leon. But I'm, I'm no, I know you, Casey. But anyway, um, let me speak about Leon. Since <laughs> he was in the shop, I don't know if we should use his real name on this air or not. But uh, uh, man, he stirred up some stuff in the barbershop on Saturday with his conversations. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I think he can compete with you, Casey. Yeah, I, I I know that says a lot. Now me and him do have some interesting conversations from time to time. So I, I know he's capable. Oh, he's very capable. I mean, he is. I, I don't know. I think he might have met you. You know, you might have met your match because he is definitely uh, the one. Yeah! That's how he sounds. <laughs> I, I don't really get that from him. I think I think you know when he when he goes off on a topic, it's more like. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he just dropped the bomb. All right. Hey, I do know there's another thing that you wanted to bring up, KC, because I know you enjoyed that movie. Uh, go ahead and tell us about it. Okay, so uh March the 5th, this Friday, uh Eddie Murphy is releasing the sequel to Coming to America, which is also called Coming to America, the number two. And and I think it's significant because I thought Coming to America was the first film that Eddie Murphy did that you got to see the authentic Eddie Murphy. And I thought it was his funniest movie. Uh, the Eddie Murphy that you saw in the stand-ups, this was the first film that captured that. And, uh, and in large part, because this was the first movie that he wrote, uh, you know, for him. The other movies, you know, you know, you could tell they had... Um, white writers writing parts, and they might have told him ad lib on it, but they weren't authentic. This movie was authentic Eddie Murphy. Yeah, in fact, I've seen the, uh, some of the, uh, the previews, and I think they just they hit a bullseye. I think it is smack dab in the middle. I think they did a fantastic job. Yes, yeah, a phenomenal all-star cast. Um, yes, who are some of the people in it? Uh, Leslie Jones, uh, Wesley Snipes. Yes, it's nice to see him back on the screen. Uh, uh, James Earl Jones, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought he was good. Oh my <laughs> goodness gracious. 
<laughs> you know, you need to quit monkeying around. Quit monkeying around. <laughs> I know it's just crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's super crazy. All right. Okay. Now, who else is in there? Who else is there? Who, who's that lady on the uh, uh, Saturday Night Live? Leslie Jones. That's Leslie yeah. She, Jones. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, man, there's the girl. I'm not. I'm not good with names, but she's the girl that started off in the show uh, Sister Sister. No um, way. No way. Oh no. Maybe it was half. Half, half and half. Okay, She's so girl from half and half. Oh, oh, snap! My bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, our Arsenio Hall is back on there, right? Yeah, Arsenio Hall. That's right. So he's back on there. It, it, it would look like it was an action-packed uh, uh, cast. Oh yeah, it, it, it appears to be extremely funny. I, I think uh, it'll be one of the best Eddie Murphy movies in many, many years. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm gonna watch it. You know, I, I was a major Eddie Murphy fan, and then at the end, I kind of tapered off a little bit because he was getting into movies and wasn't as funny. Uh, but this, when I seen the, the previews, it just, I, I was laughing just to look at the previews. So I am certain it, it took going you to be right great. back to the original Coming to America, which was just, uh, you know, just an outstanding comedy. I agree. Oh yeah, that's right. And I, Eddie Murphy, if you listen to me. Thanks. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and sign out. This is Jay Ross signing off. And I'd like to thank our listeners for listening to us. Please continue to follow us and click that follow button. Uh, Casey, I'm going to turn it over to you so you can do the same. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast. Barbershop.talk podcast. Available on your favorite podcast platforms. Let's have peace in the streets. Be wise, be safe, and be loved. And we say, Go, Go Ma. Ma.